the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Bring in Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. Doing fine, thanks. Are you a little surprised by the lack of a massive sell-off in lieu of or in front of the economic shutdown? Right. Um, you know, not really. Um, and I say that only because, uh, you know, the market's mindset uh, that has been uh, fortified by, you know, easy Federal Reserve policy is that, uh, you know, worst case scenarios are, are not allowed to happen. And and even in that respect, uh, you know, the market uh, market participants are tend to rely on the, the precedent that we saw in 2011 that while the debt ceiling negotiation then was very nasty, and even though you saw a sell-off, you did see a quick, you know, snapback. Uh, and uh, you know, the the conventional wisdom is basically that you know something's going to get done because we can't afford to uh, default on the debt, obviously. And so, um, so there's a little bit of complacency. Well, there's a lot of complacency in the idea that nothing bad will happen here. <laughs> It's interesting to note that I do this show out of San Francisco, the Bay Area, so we have two types of politics. We've got liberals and we've got Democrats. We don't even discuss Republicans here. Right. So this national debate is problematic um, to try to bring to the forefront of my strongest listener base, even though it's nationally uh, streamed. Um, the Republicans have a right to say entitlement programs are going to fail and we need to look at these beasts, i.e. government spending, but it doesn't sell terribly well to the media or to the common person. Um, are you at all worried about these public entitlements that, again, the mathematics we've known since we were children are out of control? Yeah. Well, you know, you have to be. And, uh, you know, when you look at it on a longer-term basis and even what, you know, the, the – you know the uh, nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office is saying about the uh, long-term challenges that are going to be presented with these entitlement programs. You know, basically the warning signs are out there that you know some type of reform has to be enacted to really you know keep you know the debt and the deficit from getting out of control. Um, you know there will be a price to pay. Uh, you know, in the future, if um, you know, if we can't figure something out to try to you know rein in costs and and uh, you know, try to figure things out here. And, the, you know, the, the problem, to your point, though, is why, you know, the general public, you know, doesn't tend to concentrate on those things is because, you know, everyday people, you know, we're worried about, you know, uh, what's coming tomorrow, you know, uh, when the next paycheck's coming in. And so there's a understandably a, a myop, myopic focus when it comes to some of these budget issues that are front and center in the media and what people read about in the newspaper every day. And it's kind of a 
a situation where um, you know you don't know something's bad until you finally you know hit that point somewhere down the road, and when you hit it, it can be really bad. And you can say, well, you know, what were we thinking? Well, we need to be thinking about those things now, so we don't ever get to that point where you have to ask that uh, very disturbing question. So, where do you think we are in November 2013? After I guess most of us think that something will get resolved. Yeah, um, you know, I think that uh, there is a chance that we, you know, maybe where we are right now uh, in terms of the level of the market. Um, you know, I, I think that with respect to what we're hearing out of Washington at the moment, um, you know, I'm not, I don't have a breakthrough view here. I think it will come down to the last minute. Um, I see a risk, uh, maybe a small risk, but it's there that you might get a situation where you get past that October 17th deadline that's been laid out there by Treasury Secretary Liu, and you know everyone kind of sits there who's been complacent in the thought that something will get done by October 17th and says, "Wait a minute, you know that didn't happen," uh, and you know maybe you get. The potential is there. You get one of those scary sell-offs like we saw when uh, the first go-round with TARP was voted down uh, and the market, you know, fell precipitously in the wake of that vote. And then, you know, a few days later, Congress came back, voted in favor of TARP, and things, you know, tried to stabilize. And so you could get a a little bit of a panicky moment potentially, uh, but, uh, you know, the market is probably going to keep, sort of chopping around here right up until October 17th as it really banks on that idea that something will get done without a, uh, a real scary moment. So today starts earnings season, kickoff per se. We get uh, Alcoa, we get Yum Brands. Can they tell us anything positive? Can they be a catalyst on the upside? Um, you know, I don't know if uh, if those two companies in particular could. Um, you know, Yum Brands has a, a very large presence in China. Uh, it is you know the largest quick service restaurant operator in the world. So, um, so there's you know some interesting information that's going to come out of that Yum Brands report. Um, we don't see it as a quote market moving report. Alcoa, by the same token, uh, as we've seen for some time now, uh, it gets a lot of attention because it you know is uh, the first one out of the gate or was the first Dow component out of the gate, but it's been kicked out of the Dow now. So uh, and even when it was in the Dow, the market didn't tend to really you know overreact to Alcoa's earnings information. We think really what you know, people are, are going to be more uh, preoccupied with is the uh, earnings results that are coming out of the, the financial sector, which uh, really gets the ball rolling in the earnings reporting season, starting with the J.P. Morgan and Wells Fargo reports before the open on Friday and then continuing into next week with the likes of Citigroup and Bank of America and, uh, you know, the big investment banks reporting their results. So um, that will be interesting to see and, and could set the tone uh, for the remainder of the season because the financial sector uh, has, in the recent past anyway, been able to check in with some much better than expected earnings growth numbers that have sort of underpinned that idea that uh, you know the participants are willing to you know buy on these uh, dips that occur in front of an earnings reporting season. It's interesting to note earnings seasons right here, right now. And Howard Schultz said something kind of interesting this morning from Starbucks. He basically told CEOs, "You got to start putting the heat on a little bit. You got to start telling 
uh, your story about how the sequester and the shutdown and the debt ceiling is hurting your you know your business. Uh, what do you think about Schultz becoming kind of an activist per se? Well, you know, um, everyone's obviously entitled to their opinion. I think mm-hmm. you know when I hear something like that, it's 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 to me as a you know marketing analyst, I I think it's it, it speaks to the larger issue of just how, how bad the dysfunction is in Washington that our prominent CEOs have to spend their time trying to rally the troops to tell Congress to do its job. You know, rather than trying to, you know, stay focused, uh, you know, 100% on running their own businesses, you know, um, it's a distraction, and 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 that's the issue here. This shutdown may end, you know, within a week or so, but at the end of the day, businesses don't have that confidence to reinvest in their businesses to hire more people if they think this dysfunction is going to linger. And it's really unfortunate, I think, that you know, a CEO like Mr. Schultz or anyone is going to have to take time out of their day to really you know, uh, get more focused on the political aspect here uh, rather than uh, doing what they do so well in, in terms of running their, their businesses. What are you working on right now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com? What are you working on that we should be paying attention to? Great. Well, you know, two things on my radar. One, I'm, you know, working on a a third quarter um, earnings preview. Um, Like I said, you know, things don't, while J.P. Morgan gets things started here uh, on Friday, the the real rush comes out next week. And, you know, once again, you've seen the earnings growth bar lowered in front of those reports, um, according to facts that, you know, analysts are looking for about 3% growth out of the S&P 500, which is down from 6.5% as of June 30th. Um, you know, and one of the curious things about that is that, you know, we typically see estimates get trimmed in front of those reports. This time around, we saw that, but the the amount of the decline was about 3% in terms of the actual uh, bottoms-up earnings estimate for the third quarter, compared to an average decline of about 6% over the last 20 quarters. So while numbers have come down, they haven't come down by as much as we've seen in past quarters. So what I'm driving at here is that the earnings growth bar has been lowered, but you know, there are some questions here. There's the potential for disappointment that these companies may not be able to hurdle that lowered earnings growth bar because the numbers haven't been trimmed as significantly as past quarters. So it'll be interesting to watch that and obviously, you know, hearing what they say in terms of their outlooks since we're not getting any economic data these days with the government shutdown. Thanks very much. It's Patrick O'Hare, briefing.com, providing independent live market analysis of the U.S. and international equity markets. I love his work. Um, many of the writers and the staff and the analyst at briefing.com, I, I dig. Not all of them. I'm not a day trader, so their day trading service kind of misses me, but that's okay. It's not meant to, you know. You, uh, It's a, a big old chicken, and you can go for the, the white meat or the dark meat. depends on what flavor you like, per se. Um, check out briefing.com. It's briefing.com. It's Patrick O'Hara, who I've been reading his stuff for, I don't even want to tell you how many years at this point in time. I'm officially at the age where I'm trying to look younger or stay on the younger side, but it ain't working, is it? Um, There was an interesting interview last night, if you didn't see it, Jon Stewart talking Obamacare with a cabinet member from the Obama administration. And it's, it just shows you the talking points that people stick by in this day and age. Who you would think Stuart would be very friendly towards, he was frustrated with. 
Hey, listen to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblack.com. Big event coming up in Walnut Creek, end of October. Much is what you're paying for it now. Here's your change. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.